So how to stop procrastinating on big decisions and small tasks. Procrastination can be such a little sneaky bitch, right? So who am I? Who am I to be telling you all about this and to be teaching you this? My name is Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love coach. I'm a speaker. I love retreats. And I really, really am passionate about traveling and empowering other people, specifically women. As a woman, I, I connect with other women really well. And whether you are a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. This content today is still going to support you. Um, a little bit of background, like I was a corporate burnout. Um, I worked in corporate America in San Diego after college and I gave everything, right? I was kind of the opposite of a procrastinator when it came to my work life, but anything actually important to me in my personal life, I procrastinated the hell out of it. Um, but I reached a point where I just kept pushing, 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 pushing. And like, you can even see like this masculine energy. I'm like punching my fist. I'm like, gotta get shit done. Gotta work, gotta go, gotta go. And I hit a wall because all of a sudden my health was being impacted. My hair was falling out. I was miserable. I realized I was in a, a, an abusive relationship. Like I, all these things catapulted. It was almost like the momentum was spinning out of control. I was going so fast. Everything like spun out of control. And I didn't even know who I was anymore. I had no idea who I was. I had no idea what Kelsey wanted because I was so used to doing what everyone else wanted. I'm very empathetic so I can pick up on what other people want. If you guys are also empathetic and you kind of have a talent of like sensing other people's needs and what they want, put a one in the comment box, in the chat box. If you are highly empathetic and you, you resonate with what it is that I'm talking about of, whoa, I'm so good at picking up on other people's needs, but what about my needs? What about my needs? Yes, we got ones in the chat. So, um, you're already, I want to remind you something. You're already manifesting. You're already manifesting things in your life, whether it's good things or bad things. And so a lot of what we're going to be talking about is how to manifest the things you actually want. And so you are always gaining something by procrastinating. That's something that we is important to know. You are always gaining something by procrastinating. In fact, you are gaining something from every decision that you take or else you wouldn't take it. And so procrastination is comforting us in some way. You know, do you, if you guys know why you procrastinate, whether you do or you don't, you're gaining something. So I had a conversation with a friend uh, last week and she's like, I have this client. I'm supposed to be doing this work for them. I just don't want to do it. And it's like lingering. Like you guys know what I'm talking about where it's lingering. We're like actually doing it doesn't take that long, but there's just a resistance. So it's lingering right there. And it's like, ugh, it's on your mind all the time. And it feels like this like thing on your shoulder that won't go away. And I asked her, I said, well, what are you gaining by not doing it? She's like, I don't know. Like, well, you're gaining something. What are you gaining by not doing it? And what it came down to was she was gaining the ability of staying safe and staying comfortable. What she was gaining was there's no way to fail if you never start, right? The mind is so freaking smart. And so the mind is able to trick us. And so you're always gonna be gaining something. And the reason why this is even important is once you know what you're gaining, you can start to rationalize with that side of you that's like, wait a minute, that's it. I'm gaining a comfort zone. <laughs> that's it, I'm gaining staying safe. I'm gaining, never having possible rejection, you know? Once we start to identify 
what it is that you are personally gaining by procrastinating, things start to shift. And so I'd love to hear from you guys. Why do you procrastinate? A, not enough time or money. B, I don't want to do it. C, I'm not sure. Or D, other. Go ahead and comment in the chat box, A, B, C, or D, for why you procrastinate. What is going on there? Do you know? Are you, are you aware? Oh, yay. I do get to see the chat box. I wasn't sure if I was able to see it. Hey, <laughs> Olivia, I freaking love you. A, B, C, D. All of them. All of them, yo. <laughs> All of them getting in my way. <laughs> and so there's going to be A, B, C. There's going to be these different reasons, okay? Everything that we do is comforting us. We are designed to want comfort. Like, that makes sense. And so the thing is, this is the surface level reasons why you procrastinate. There's so many deeper layers, and we're going to go into that. Because our mind, again, is sneaky, is smart, is clever. There's real reasons behind why you actually procrastinate. And these are all manifestations of fear, okay? I don't want to face confrontation, fear, rejection, regrets. I don't know where to start. I don't know if I can do this. Like type, type, um, type a one in the box if you resonate with any of these reasons. I'm not sure how to do it. I don't know if people will like me or like it. It's overwhelming. What if I can't? What if I'm not good enough? What if that person lets me down? What if, what if, right? These are kind of more for big decisions in life that we are afraid to even start because there's so much fear around whether or not it's going to work out, what it's going to look like. Like we want to create a comforting, controlled environment. And you guys know, I know this is, that's not how life is. So when we start to get a perspective on what is fear and what is intuition, that's really where things start to open up. You know, is this fear or is this intuition? It's kind of like the holy grail question when we are approaching why or why not, why we are or why we are not doing something. Because um, you guys, you are not lazy. You are not a procrastinator. You have a habit of being lazy. You have a habit of procrastinating. And we are creatures of habit. So the habit of procrastinating has become more comfortable than actually doing the task itself. Interesting, huh? The habit of procrastinating has become more comfortable than the habit itself. I mean, even being able to be here today, you are starting to unravel that habit, that grip of procrastination. But isn't it interesting how it was even easier to join this webinar on procrastination rather than actually getting started on the things that you want to do? Isn't that interesting? So we need to talk about subconscious programming because Again, you're not a procrastinator, you're not lazy, you have a habit of doing it. And so we have to talk about why we do what we do. We have the conscious mind, and then we have the subconscious mind. The subconscious minds are those beliefs, are those ingrained programs, those things that we learned from our parents, the things that we learned from childhood, um, things that people told us when we were younger that we created an agreement to and we believed them. Life is a process of unbecoming, of unagreeing to those agreements we once had, to unlearning things that we have learned. And so an example of conscious and subconscious mind with a common thing that people procrastinate on, and that's working out. You know, people say, oh, I should work out, I should do this, or oh, I wanna be, I wanna organize my pantry, I wanna do this, and, 
And so the conscious mind is like, yeah, I want to do this. But say it's for working out. Conscious mind is like, yeah, I want to work out. I want to look good and hot and lose weight or whatever. Subconscious mind is like, yeah, but working out is hard. Subconscious mind is like, waking up early sucks. Subconscious mind says, you're going to be really sore and you might look kind of weird because other people might be more in shape than you. So are any of those subconscious thoughts actually supporting you in your goal of working out? No, they're not. And so we have to unpack what those deep subconscious thoughts are so we can start to figure out what is it that you actually want. And it's not even that what it is that you actually want, because yeah, you do want to work like using this example, you do want to work out. You do want to have energy. You do want to be able to approach things with vigor and life and excitement. But until you enroll the subconscious part of your brain and your mind and your spirit and your soul into the, into the vision, it's not going to happen. You know, it's going to be constantly pulling you down. It's like one step forward, two steps back, one step forward, two steps back. And so I'm going to teach you exactly how to enroll your mind, your body, and your spirit on board with what it is that you want to do. You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm having too much fun. Okay, so mind, body, and spirit. Procrastination is the manifestation of fear. Procrastination is the manifestation of fear. Write this down. Procrastination is the manifestation of fear. Anxiety is the manifestation of procrastination. Starts with fear. Fear goes into procrastination. Procrastination grows into anxiety, right? Because all of a sudden the deadline comes. It's like, oh, shit, I gotta actually get started. Why did I do this? Why didn't I start last week? You know, anyone that's gone to college or even in high school, you know, we've all experienced this of like, ah, like being mad at ourselves for not being on it. And it's because we're doing things we didn't want to do. It's because we're doing things that we were told we were supposed to do, things that we should do, things that we have to do. And so write this down as well. No shooting on myself. No shooting on myself. And what that looks like when that dialogue, starting off with the mind, the mind is, I should do this. I should do that. Where the heck is this should coming from? Where is it coming from? It's like, you should do this. Oh, that was my mom. You should, oh, that was my dad. And this is starting to unravel the subconscious programming that you have from other people. And these people are our family. These people are the ones that we love. And they taught us the best that they knew how, you know, that success is supposed to look like this. People are supposed to do it like this. Your house is supposed to look like this. Like all of these rules. It's like, well, where did this come from? So getting started with the mind. When we are enrolling the mind on board to our goals, we have to be very clear with our intention. You know, is this something you actually want to be doing? Because you guys, inspiration is the opposite of procrastination. It's the opposite. And so if you're not feeling inspired, you're not feeling in spirit, we gotta start to create momentum in that direction towards inspiration. Think of it like, um, we got to start greasing the wheels. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so is this actually something you want to be doing? And if the answer is yes, yes, I want to be doing, why? For what purpose do you want to do it? 
For what purpose do I want to take this action? How will this benefit me? Because I guarantee there's a delayed benefit. That's why you don't want to do it. Anytime there's an instant gratification, we're like, yeah, heck yeah, let's do it. I get gratified instantly. But if there's something that has a delayed gratification, you're going to have more resistance. And that's why setting intentions as to why you want it, the purpose it has in your life, what, what is the purpose for how that, that doing that thing will ripple effect and impact all the other areas of your life. Start to have that internal dialogue with your mind as to what the intention is. Additionally, authenticity. Authenticity. Are you doing things you want to do that's like authentically your desire? Or are you doing things you think you're supposed to be doing? Or doing things that other people have asked of you? Um, identify gaps. I'm actually going to stop the share and like bring my face back up because I, I like to see your guys' chat on there. Identifying the gaps. What's up? Identifying the gaps of, okay, I'm right here. I want to be over here. What does that path look like? And this is often the point where people stop because they say, oh, I'm right here. I need to be over there. And it's like, oh, that's so far away. Oh, it's so overwhelming. And we start to create a downward momentum of thoughts. This momentum is, oh my God, that's hard. Oh my gosh, this is gonna take forever. Oh my gosh, this is really impossible. Oh my gosh. And then like we start to create this spiral effect of making it seem so big, as opposed to looking at the gap and saying, okay, I'm right here. I want to be over there. What is step one? What would step one be? And giving yourself permission to just do step one. We have so much, um, so many other people available to show us how cool or how good or how great they are with social media. Put a one in the box if you've ever been triggered by something I've said or done or my travels. Put a one in the box if I've ever triggered you because of traveling so much. It's okay. I'm not offended. I get it. That's like, it, it happens. Put a one in the box if you've ever been offended by how much I, not even offended, but just almost like, ugh. What the heck, you know, because we see things that other people have and we want it. And our mind tries to tell us that we are too far away of the gap to ever start to have it. And that's not true. It just takes time. It takes incremental steps. It takes, it, it is not a, I'm not, I, I'm not here to give you a overnight snap of the fingers, five quick tricks to save your life. Like things take effort. But it's a lot easier to align yourself as to why you want to do it if you have that clear intention, if you're doing things that are actually soul aligned that you want to do, not that other people have told you to do them. And you can start to identify what that first step is. If you are looking and trying to figure out all the steps, you will be anxious and you will be overwhelmed. So here's the thing. Break it down into what would be step one and what step am I currently in? Because you're always going to be in a step and then there's a step that you can step forward into, whatever that looks like. Even if it's just sitting down and starting, starting to close that gap. I have a, so I actually have a way that really is fun in learning how to get shit done and learning how to start to build the momentum of those steps. You know, if we can break it up into as many steps as possible, that's actually better. The reason why it's, if say you have, 
actually comment something in the box that you'd like to get done. Something that has been irking you, that you've been procrastinating on. It's just like, I just want to get it over with. You know, like you've mentally done it so many times, but you've never physically done it. You know, or maybe it's a writing a song. Maybe it is cleaning your room. Maybe it is a phone call. Comment something in the box that you have been procrastinating on. Um, I'd love to get some feedback. What is something you've been procrastinating on? Um, and the reason why I'm asking this is because we can use, let, while you cleaning my room. Okay, perfect example. I deal with this one all the time within myself, so I am like really good at breaking down the steps on this one because it's something that I don't enjoy doing. So I always have to enroll myself as to the outcome because cleaning my room, the actual task, so shitty. I don't want to do it. But what is really gratifying is the outcome of how I will feel, of the mental clarity I will have by having a physical environment of clarity, of cleanliness, of organization. Our environment is so strong and it impacts us. So thank you so much. So decluttering, cleaning my room, rearranging my room, cleaning out the fucking full stackable that we use as a junk drawer in the hallway, <laughs> putting myself out to find a job as a yoga teacher, creating a video, introducing myself, and speaking about my mental health. These are so freaking good. Deep cluttering. Okay, so let's use, let's use the original of like cleaning and rearranging your room. So I'm going to grab this notebook. This wasn't planned, but let's do it. First thing that you can start to do is start to make a list. So we're just going to take, I just have like a huge blank piece of paper. And so on this piece of paper, I can write, so by using the example, um, cleaning my room. First step and something that could feel really good, making the bed. So we'd write down making the bed. I'm actually not gonna draw on there. Making the bed. What's something else? Um, transferring the laundry from the washer to the dryer, right? Um, what else? Think of like as many five second or five minute tasks that you can think of. And instead of looking at the big picture of decluttering, right? or cleaning my room, decluttering. That's such a huge umbrella. Of course there's gonna be procrastination because there's no step one. And oftentimes we don't recognize this step one because it doesn't feel as satisfying to look at because we want this big result. But step one creates the momentum of positive satis of satisfaction. There's no negative satisfaction. Creates the momentum of satisfaction. And so we're either on an upward momentum or we're on a downward momentum. And so by writing, so, you know, um, taking out trash. I'm not trash. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe there's a pile of trash in your, in your little trash can in your bedroom. Taking out trash, switching over the laundry, um, making my bed, uh, changing my sheets. Make list as many as you can on a piece of paper. So they're all over the place. Just these random five, 10, 15 minute tasks. And then each one that you write, so, so I'm gonna put trash, um, laundry switch, because you wanna make as many options as you can laundry switch out. Um, maybe it's like change pillowcases because then we could give change bed sheets a completely different section, change pillowcases. The goal is to give yourself as many micro tasks as possible so we can start to create satisfaction. So we can get you from procrastination to inspiration. They're opposite ends of each other. And so going from the jump, it's too big of a jump to mentally, emotionally, spiritually to go from procrastination to inspiration. But we can go from procrastination to maybe tolerance, tolerance to um, contentment, contentment to satisfaction, satisfaction to joy, 
joy to inspiration. See how there's all these different steps of emotions to get us to where we want to go? It starts by taking actual steps towards the things that you want to do that you feel like you don't actually want to do. When we put it on a pedestal, then it's overwhelming. It seems out of reach. It seems like, <laughs> I can't, I don't know, you know? And so once you have those things written down, <laughs> my pen is going out. That's okay. I have an example right here. Once you start to have, so this like, for example, says make the bed. Once you complete making the bed, you can color it in. I used a pen because I don't know where my pink marker is, but I recommend using a marker of a color that is very satisfying to look at. So each time that you complete one of those micro tasks within the main thing that you're procrastinating on, you have a circle and you take time to sit down and you color it in. And man, that shit is so satisfying. You can get creative with this. This can be something that's um, a list of things you want to do for a single project. This could be maybe a weekly one that's for self-care. This could be a monthly one. This could be as broad or as narrow as you would like. This tool is to be able to use and it's so like, it works. It's so simple. It's almost silly and stupid, but it works, okay? It works. Um, let's use another example of creating a video, introducing myself and speaking about my mental health. Wonderful. Okay, I'm actually going to go back to the slides because I think this slide will really support you guys. Um, there we go. So within the mind, if you say you want to create a video, what the mind will do is put that video on a pedestal as this thing that's like, <gasps> the video needs to be this. And like, most likely you've been thinking about needing to do a video talking about mental health for a long time. So the, the thought has actually created momentum of like, oh, I should be it like this. Oh, it could be like this. Oh, it could do this. Oh, that person's doing that and I like that. Oh, it should be this. And all of a sudden the shoulds start creeping in. It should be this, it should be that, it should be this. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, it has to be perfect. And I've never even done one video. This is gonna be so hard. <sighs> Sister friend, take a breath. It's time to get messy and start. It's time to get messy and start. Because the thing is, if you feel a calling to share a video about your mental health, there's a much bigger calling involved. Maybe even to help someone else with their mental health by sharing yours, which of course, you know, that's probably the reason why you want to bring awareness to help other people. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on on Facebook, on Instagram. And so one video really isn't going to cut it. And so if you know that this is just the first video, it takes the pressure off a little bit. And what also takes the pressure off is the need to be perfect, the need to be great. I started coaching business with my mom two and a half years ago. And it's been one year now where I've been primarily focused on self-love and on women empowerment. But when we first started, I would felt like I was constantly on an uphill battle, procrastinating on all these things that I felt like I should do. I should do Facebook live video every day. I should do this. I should do this. I should do this because I thought that's what I needed to be successful. And I really want to be successful. And I had a mentor give me some of the best advice. And he said, Kelsey, you need to focus on being mediocre. <laughs> and it sounds so weird to even say out loud, right? It's like, what the fuck? focus on being mediocre, but this was his thing. 
He said, yeah, because right now you're so afraid to suck, you won't take action. Oh, let that resonate. Are you so afraid to suck that you won't take action? Are you so afraid to not do well that you're not taking action? That's what that is. That is like, mm, mm. give me a two in the box if you feel that. If you feel that comment right there. So focus on being mediocre. And once you become mediocre, you can focus on being good. And once you become good, you can focus on being great. And once you become great, you can be the expert that you want to be. But the thing is this, you can't be the expert on day one. You can't be the expert on day one. You got to be willing to suck. You got to be willing to get messy. You got to be willing to start. And you're allowed to be authentic and saying, hey guys, this is my first video. Hey guys, I'm really nervous to do this, but I'm doing it anyways. People like to feel that relatability. You know, and you guys know that I'm all about social media. And some of you guys may even think like, how the hell are you posting and doing so much all the time? And it's because I don't let the fear voices take over. And that's the next thing we're going to talk about is being aware of the fear voices. <laughs> I want to see your comments. So I want to take it out of the things. We got twos, two, 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 two. Damn, twos, right? You felt that too? My whole body got goosebumps. Okay, so now we need to talk about the fear voices. Because I still experience fear all the time. I still experience the urge to want to procrastinate, but I've increased the vocabulary that my mind has to work with. So I'm able to coach myself and walk myself through what that resistance actually is. Okay. And so oftentimes the fear is comes in through in the form of three different voices. The first fear voice is comparisonitis. We got comparisonitis, trying to come in and compare us to everyone else. And I think Instagram is an amazing platform. I love Instagram. I'm obsessed with that connection of being able to like have direct message conversations, being able to bring you into my world through stories. I think it's amazing. And I don't follow other people that do the same thing as me. Cause there's a lot of other people that do self-love that do women empowerment, but I don't follow them. The reason why is their voice starts to creep into my voice and I start to get insecure of comparing myself to them and it's just not productive. It doesn't serve me. It definitely doesn't serve you guys because I don't want to give you guys secondhand content. I want to give you guys content that's come straight from source that I get to deliver. That's why it's like almost like a birthing of like, ah, here you go. And it's like, I don't even know where it came from. It came from God. It came from straight inspiration. Give me, give me threes. I love seeing threes. It's the Trinity number, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, mind, body, spirit. Give me threes in the box. If you have ever created something that it's been like, whoa, it just came out. Like I was just so inspired or it's like, whoa, it's, it was seemingly so easy. And that is because you were an open channel for God, for source, for universe to flow through you to create. Threes, 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 threes. I see all kinds of threes. Yes, that is because you were an open channel to actually give life to that idea. That idea existed and you were the, the muse. I feel like angels, God, universe, I use a lot of these terms interchangeably, but especially when it comes down to art and when it comes down to like entrepreneurship or, or using social media, there's a muse and that muse is going to whisper to anyone that is willing to listen. 
but whoever is able to actually calm the mind and truly listen, it's going to feel like the most effortless creation that you ever have created. But the thing is, we got to make sure the fear voices are in the back fucking seat and not driving. Sorry, I keep hitting my desk and I'm realizing it's shaking a little bit. Sorry. So comparisonitis, be aware if you are operating under the control of comparisonitis. If you go to do something, you hold back because you think of someone else who's doing it better, comparisonitis is driving the show and it's time for the soul to take back the wheel. Another voice to be aware of that can come in the form of resistance and procrastination is the perfectionist. And I think this is the one that is the most common, the most is the rampant, is that the right word? <laughs> um, the reason why is the perfectionist is like, yes, I know I'm good at what I do. Yes, I am so capable. Yes, I'm gonna be great one day, but I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> but I'll start tomorrow. That phrase is like the biggest dream killer. I'll start tomorrow. Zoli, okay, you get it, I see some hands up. I know I can do it, but I'll start tomorrow. That is the perfectionist voice saying that you are not ready. I'll start tomorrow. Ah, I know, right? That is like the biggest lie that we tell ourselves. Guys, this is self-sabotage. This is like self-love 101 for us to love ourselves enough to get messy, to love ourselves enough to be willing to suck, to love ourselves enough to be willing to try. Like we always hear stories about these amazing people that have had such hardships but then we think that they're different than us. They're not, they're not different. Like think of how many times Thomas Edison had to fail before he developed the light bulb. So many times, like over a thousand, like people were like harassing him saying like, when are you gonna start playing with those wires and that glass and that toy and go get a real job and actually contribute to society? Can you imagine even having all the other people around you pushing back? You probably can. If you are going after your dreams and what you believe in, you're going to have pushback because your subconscious beliefs are challenging other people's subconscious beliefs of what they believe is possible. So notice if, compa if, if comparisonitis or perfectionism is, is controlling your actions, right? If you are viewing the things that you want to complete or create or do from the viewpoint of is it good enough? Am I ready? You are letting the perfectionist voice run you. That is not the question. The question is, am I willing to start? The question is, am I willing to start and finish? Boom, right there. I know that there's a lot of people in this group listening right now that are professional starters and freaking horrible finishers. And I'm able to call you out like that because that was me. I was the queen of getting everything started and finishing nothing. <laughs> Bunch of half-finished art projects everywhere. If you ever, <laughs> especially when it comes to arts and crafts, I would prioritize all the things that I was supposed to do that gave me the feeling of, of success in society. But then all the things that lit my soul on fire that made me so happy, I would push on the back burner. And so if that resonates with you, Ask yourself, am I letting the perfectionist voice drive? You don't have to kill or squash or overcome or become fearless. I think all of those phrases are absolute bullshit. No one is fearless. You just learn how to dance with the fear. 
throw the fear in the back seat. It's your time to take the wheel. It's your time to drive. You don't have to show up and be like, okay, I'm ready now. I'm so ready. I'm fearless. I can do this because if you wait until you're ready, you've waited too long. If you wait until you're ready, you have waited too long. <sighs> My whole body just got goosebumps with that one. There's one more fear voice. You guys ready for the last fear voice? The last fear voice is the imposter. And this is the fear voice that I have been dancing with probably the most over the past year, 2019. The imposter sounds something like this. Bitch, who are you to teach something? Who are you to take up space on the interwebs of Facebook? Who are you to put your songs on Spotify? Who are you to do this? Who are you to do that? And my friends, who is anyone to do anything? There's enough space for you. There's enough space for everyone to take up and do the things that they want to do. Procrastination is not about you just not having the willpower. It is about you taking the wheel back and stop letting procrastination, comparison, and imposter syndrome run your show. There are no dress rehearsals. This is it. This is, the, this is the real deal. This is the show. And you're allowed to practice. You're allowed to play. You're allowed to let it be fun. Follow the fun. Follow the fear, right? If you're terrified to go live, go live. What's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is like, oh, my phone died. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Hang up. You delete it. Whatever. You know, you sit down and record yourself with your phone, or maybe it's just cleaning your room. What if you just start and do one section and gave yourself permission to only complete one section and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to create an agreement with myself. I am going to change my sheets and make my bed. I'm not going to touch anything else. I'm just going to do that. And then I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back. The reason why we can't talk about procrastination without talking about self-love is because most of the time, the should voices of you should do this, you should do that, it should be this way, you shouldn't be like that, is because we're having so much self beat up on trying to be the best, trying to be this perfect human, trying to be enough. You're already enough. You're already enough, even if you don't do anything. And that's like, there's a lot of, distortions in our thoughts where the distortion is, you know, for me to be a valuable human being, I need to be doing a lot of things. And that's not true at all. You are already a valuable, amazing, incredible human. Even if you don't do shit, you already are valuable. You already contribute so much. The thing is, we don't feel good if we're not doing shit, right? We don't feel like we're giving our potential. We don't feel like we're giving our all. And so this really is a conversation about learning how to feel good. And learning how to feel good comes down to learning how to feel at peace within your mind and get the wheel back whenever fear takes over. Because it's, it's a part of you. And we can't hate these parts of ourselves and still be in a vibration of self-love, self-acceptance, and self-belief. Those are two different vibrations. You can't hate part of yourself while also trying to love yourself. It just doesn't work. That's why you feel conflicted. Put a bunch of twos in the box if you've ever felt that part of me wants this, 
But part of me wants that, right? I'm going to dive into this. Part of me really wants to go live on Facebook, but part of me would rather go hide under a rock. <laughs> part of me wants to clean my room, but part of me wants to shut the door and pretend like it's not there. Right here. <laughs> part of me wants to be over here, but part of me wants to be over there. So what that actually is, is that is, that is the part of your brain that's the primal part, the part of you that wants to be, um, that wants, wants satisfaction now. The primal part of your brain is the fear, is the, is the part that will create so much energy in your body because you're like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. And the thing is, we don't have these outside danger forces like tigers, lions, and bears trying to attack us. We have cars and houses and air conditioning and heater and like civilized, we are domesticated beings, right? So that part of our brain, that primal part of the brain doesn't have a lot of things to do, but it was designed to keep us safe at all costs. So it's going to try and keep you safe from embarrassment, from judgment, from rejection. So part of you is always gonna be over there. But then there's also a part of you, and that was kind of more like on this side, right? Part of you too, though, your soul's calling that is like, okay, sorry, let me back up too. Because the part of you that's the primal brain that also wants to protect you, that that fear part is also so enthralled with instant gratification. That is the part of your brain that is like, ooh, fire, caveman, ooh, fire, ooh, let's touch it, ooh, it's out, oh, what happened? You know, it's very primal, it's very like, like, kind of like masculine black and white style things. But then the other part of your brain is the self-restraint, is the, the, the part of your brain that's willing to put in work for a reward that's going to happen long-term, for a delayed sense of gratification. Y'all, you're going against so much programming by being willing to wait for a gratification. And so if it feels kind of like awkward, or if it feels like, ugh, I don't want to do that because it's not even like, I mean, maybe your mind doesn't go there and think, well, it's not going to feel good. Cause right now it's just in that surface level of part of me wants to do this. And part of me wants to do that. Whenever that happens, I encourage you to take a pen and paper and give, put a line down the, the paper. And on the right side, part of me wants to do this for the purpose of blank. Part of me wants to do this for the purpose of blank. On the other side, Part of me wants to do this for the purpose of blank. And so for example, if part of you wants to clean your room and part of you wants, like this is my conversation with myself all the time. I'm like, oh, I could organize my room and get rid of six bags to donate to Goodwill. Part of me wants to do that. But part of the other part of me actually wants to go record a podcast episode, right? So. For the, for the podcast episode, that part of me, for the purpose of that, because I want to give back to my community, to you. I want to support you. I want to be inspired. I, want, I know that if I sit down, I can be a vessel for inspiration to flow through if I'm unattached to how it looks. If I'm just trusting, being like, I'm not going for perfect. I just want to create. Then that's for the purpose of that. The other part of me, though, so it's like, it comes down to creation. I want to create. I want to be in my purpose. The part of me that wants to clean my room and donate Okay, for what purpose do I want to donate all my shit and clean my room? For the purpose of decluttering, for the purpose of clearing my space, for the purpose of giving back, for the purpose of having mental cleanliness so I can have 
like, or, you know, physical cleanliness, great mental cleanliness, because I want to create, because I want to create. Find what is the common thread that links both of those things together. Keep going down. For what purpose? For what purpose? For what purpose? For what purpose? And go and get down to the deepest subconscious belief that is driving those parts of you. This is called parts integration, where you are integrating that part of you that wants to do this and part of you that wants to do that. Give me some happy faces, some love, some twos. I love twos right now. Give me some twos. If this is resonating with you and you under, are feeling this and you get this, this is, this is connecting with you. Twos, 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 smiley faces. So much love. Hearts. I love hearts. Give me all the hearts. Twos. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go back to the screen because that is just the mind. We've gone all into the mind. And the last thing that I'm going to give you with the mind is starting to create a series of yeses. So we can recognize there's a part of me that doesn't want to do this. Okay. For what purpose do I not want to do this? How, what am I gaining, right? Because we're always gaining something. What am I gaining by not doing this? Oh, oh, this is comparisonitis right now? This isn't my soul voice? This is comparisonitis? Okay, shit, all right. So if that's the case, yes, I'm willing to be different. Yes, I know that I don't know as much as those other people. Yes, I can do this. Yes. I'm willing to suck. Yes, I'm willing to try, even if not a single person likes it. Yes, I'm willing to be in service for source energy. Yes, I'm willing to be a vessel for creation. Yes, I'm willing to serve. Yes, I know it's gonna be hard. Yes, I'm willing to try. Who doesn't that feel so good? Doesn't that feel so good? We need to create a series of yeses. And so that is your tool. Anytime you find yourself starting to procrastinate, Create a series of yeses to affirm yourself, affirm your belief in yourself, affirm your desires, affirm the fear. Be like, hey, fear, I see you. I thank you for trying to keep me safe, but I don't need your protection. I'm okay. And then you say, bitch, get in the back seat. I'm driving. <laughs> Make it satisfying. Make it satisfying. And so whenever we start to say, yes, and like there's something that I do in my retreats, this, this, it's a breathing exercises where, and it's almost like you're pulling it in. You're pulling it in. Letting that air out creates this physical response. Yes, I'm going to do it. Yes, I'm scared. Yes, I'm going to do it anyways. Yes, yes, yes. You start to feel it physically in your body, and that's why body is the next part that we're going to be talking about that gut feeling. you got to feel it in your body. You, if you're procrastinating, tune in with yourself. Be like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I've done it before. I'm in the process of changing this habit, right? This is, you're going to be, I'm training you to be in a constant conversation with God, a constant conversation with source energy. Be like, okay, I feel this. Where in my body do I feel this right now? And oftentimes you're going to feel it in your gut and you're going to feel it in your, your um, root chakra. Your root chakra is what, I can, I'm going to go off of this. The root chakra is going to be that part of you that's the primal part. So that part of the brain that we were just discussing, that primal part that's designed to keep you safe. 
is designed to make sure we got the basic necessities, food, water, shelter. It is the part that's the most primal and earliest developed part. And, and the root chakra is an energy point. So you have seven different chakras and these energy points. Another place that you might feel it is right I'm going to stand up right here because this spot right here is your gut. That is your gut instinct. It's also called the solar plexus. And so the solar plexus supports you in knowing that you can do this, that you would never feel a calling towards something that wasn't designed for you. And if there's something that you come down to realizing, I don't actually want to do it, don't do it because it's not actually what you want, but investigate before you get to that point investigate if it's fear investigate the environment you're in because my friends your environment is always stronger than your will type that in the comment box my environment is stronger than my will my environment is stronger than my will are you setting yourself up for success an alcoholic doesn't hang out at the bar because he or she knows that environment is stronger than her willpower and until you, like, if you're continuously trying to convince yourself otherwise, you're in, no, <laughs> just give it up. <laughs> your, your environment needs to support your success. I'm not going to hang around a bunch of people that I don't feel aligned with and expect to feel good. You know what I mean? Um, and our body is also a vessel for the muse. If you are an artist, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are in the process of becoming an entrepreneur, you need to take care of your body better than anyone else takes care of their, of your body. That kind of sounds weird. You need to take care of yourself better than anyone else. You can't wait or rely or depend on anyone else to take care of you. There's a reason I'm obsessed with juices. I'm obsessed with Organifi. I'm obsessed with like things that make me feel good because we are, we don't even realize how good we can feel until we're feeling it because we're so strong. Okay, hear me out. We are so strong that we are able to put up with feeling like shit for a very long time. That all of a sudden the subconscious programming tries to tell us, this is it. This is normal. This is just how it goes. And no, we are not designed to feel like shit. There, we can create a heaven on earth experience for ourselves if we fuel our vessel our body our body likes to move our body likes to get energy out emotions are energy in motion so anytime that you are feeling some type of way and it doesn't feel good go for a walk take a nap move your body move your mind get out of like dance like have a fifth like anytime you want to you find yourself wanting to procrastinate on something you said you're going to do choose a song that you can rock out to rock out to that song and then sit your ass down and get started Throw the fear in the back seat. Be willing to suck. Be willing to start. Be willing to get messy. You hear me? You hear me, sister friend? All right. Next slide. Spirit. Holding the vision. This is so important, okay? Because if you are able to mentally see the vision, hold the vision mentally, emotionally, spiritually, spiritually mainly, and when you're holding the vision spiritually, you're actually receiving the vision. Where have you ever been doing something like washing the dishes or walking or all of a sudden this idea comes out of nowhere. It's like, oh, that sounds great. Oh, okay, let's do that. And it doesn't feel like there's any effort. There isn't any resistance. It's just like this flow. It's just a flow. 
That is when spirit is talking to you directly. That is when you have become an open channel to receive that guidance. And oftentimes that happens through meditation, through exercise, through nature. You will almost always receive a download of inspiration to take action on something when you are in nature. And instead of pulling your phone out and disrupting that flow, trust, be like, thank you, Lord, for that idea. I'm excited to revisit that. I'm going to continue staying inspired with what I'm doing. But if say you're at home, you get inspired to take action, take action. Who cares whatever your plans are? If you had like a lot of artists will be like, oh yeah, I always get my best inspiration five minutes before I'm about to walk into work and not be able to work on it. Right? And that happens all the time where we can't really control when the inspiration hits. Um, but you can write it down and revisit it. You can trust your mind enough to know that those thoughts and ideas are yours and they aren't going to leave you. I used to have a really big fear of forgetting things. And that was actually rooted in a program of that perfectionist voice. Cause I was so afraid that if I don't write things down and take action on it now, I'll lose it forever. <laughs> and that's resistance as well, right? Trust, trust. The law of attraction doesn't know positive or negative energy. And what I mean by that is if you're saying, oh my God, I'm doing it again, or I'm like this, I'm like that, I'm like this, I'm like that. Or if you say, I don't wanna be a procrastinator. I don't wanna be a procrastinator. I don't wanna be a procrastinator. The laws of the universe don't hear the not or the don't or the no part. All it hears is, I wanna be a procrastinator. I wanna be a procrastinator. So that is just like being repeated in your frequency. And so be aware of what words you are using. A way to start to coach yourself and correct yourself with this is instead of, I don't want this, get in the habit of asking, what do I want instead? All right, what do I want instead? What do I want instead? Oh, I actually want to be taking inspired action. I want to take inspired action. How much different does it feel in your body to be then repeat, I want to take inspired action. I want to take inspired action. It feels so much different. The vibration and the frequency of it is so much different. And so another part to be able to anchor in the spirit when you are approaching procrastination is through visualization. Visualization is a tool that professional athletes use all the time. And visualization allows for you to do two ways, the process or the outcome. And so the process, visualizing the process, this is a trick that I do every night and every morning, okay? I always, I call it bookending my day. So when I go to bed, I'll lay in bed and I'll check my calendar to kind of see, well, what's on my day tomorrow? What do I have going on? So as I'm laying in bed, I start to visualize myself waking up at the time of the alarm that I set. I visualize myself turning the alarm clock off, getting up, washing my face with cold water. I visualize myself wanting to go back into bed, but not doing it. I visualize myself in the process of, of going for that walk, for taking those connect calls with clients. I visualize myself recording my video for the IGTV or, or you know Instagram stories. I walk myself through the process mentally before I go to bed. So then when it comes down to actually doing it in, real, in reality the next day, my mind is able to go into somewhat of an autopilot because it feels like it's already done it. It's like, oh, we know what to do. We did this last night. The mind doesn't really know the difference between imagination and reality. And so that's why scary movies can be so scary because <laughs> the mind's like, whoa, what's up with all this? And so use visualization to support you. 
The other type of visualization is outcome visualization. That is visualizing the outcome, visualizing the clean room, visualizing the, the consistent yoga business with consistent clients. Visualize the sponsorships that you want to have because of your artwork. Visualize walking out on that stage at Coachella. Visualize yourself actually saying yes to your dream job by saying yes to yourself. The visualization that has been literally like, I feel like it's stamped in my mind and I'm so excited for the day I get to meet this visualization is, have you guys seen Bohemian Rhapsody? It's an amazing movie. It's all about Queen. And the movie starts and the movie ends with the same visual. And that visual is the main guy walking out on stage at Live Aid. Oh, my whole body gets goosebumps. Walking out on stage and just millions of people in the crowd. And you can feel the intensity through the movie. And ever since I saw that, I have been visualizing that day of being able to walk out on a stage and give a motivational and inspiring talk to change people's lives. And it makes you want to cry and it makes you want to scream all at the same time. And here's the thing, just because you can visualize it doesn't mean it's coming right now. It means it's starting to set the stage for what steps you're going to take in order to get there. And you don't have to know the steps. All you need to know is what step you're in and what the next step is. That's it. Okay. Don't overwhelm yourself because you don't have a plan. Spirit has a plan. God has a plan. Your job is to become an open vessel to receive that guidance. Yeah? Does that feel good? If you are not sure if you are enrolled with what it is that I'm saying, ask yourself, is this decision feel expansive or does this decision feel constricting? Does this feel expansive or constricting? That is a question to ask. Does it like, because that's really going to be a telltale to discover if this is fear or if this is actually something you don't want to do. So you can start to unravel that resistance. Um, and so I'm going to give you three things that are like actionable things that have supported me specifically within the mind, body, and spirit connection. And I've touched on this and I'm going to touch on it again, that relationship with fear personify your fear. Be like, oh, that's comparisonitis. Or maybe you have a name of a girl that maybe bullied you. Give it that name. Maybe it's like, like I have a friend that her name's Lisa, but she goes by a Lisa because there was a girl in elementary school that used to make fun of her. So anytime that insecurity comes out, she's like, oh shit, a Lisa is coming out trying to tell me what to do. This sneaky little bitch. And so personify that fear, separate yourself from that fear. Personify it as comparisonitis, imposter syndrome, maybe a name. And so then you can start to have a conversation with that fear back and forth. And that's actually a very powerful exercise. Send me a direct message on Instagram and I will send you that exercise of how to have a conversation with your fear. Um, another thing is redefining your goals. Instead of the goal be to do it all, make the goal be to complete one, two, three small micro steps that require less than 30 minutes each step. Micro steps. Instead of the goal being to do well, make the goal be to get it done. Get messy. Meditation. My favorite channel on YouTube is called Good Vibes by Neural Beats. This is all these different healing frequencies that allow you to get into a state to receive guidance, to calm your mind, to get into a state of inspired action. 
And that leads me to the final announcement that I had mentioned that I'm so excited to share with you guys. And this is that Glow Mastermind is going to be starting November 18th. This is a self-love mastermind that is helping integrate all of those things that I talked about through mind, body, and spirit. Because you can be a go-getter in all areas of your life, but if you're not feeling satisfied with your creation, with your leadership, with your purpose, then we need to go in. We need to go within, have a conversation with your heart, figure out what it is that is blocking you, and create a loving, deep relationship with it. We can't hate parts of ourselves while also loving parts of ourselves. And so Glow, Glow Mastermind is creating that sisterhood that I know so many people are needing because I've needed it. And I've seen what being in a sisterhood of like-minded women can do for me. And it feels like this natural, like, ah, it's time to give it back. It's time to create all of the things that I've learned through meditation, through energy healing, law of attraction is all packed into this. Each woman is, and so guys, if any of you guys are on here, I'm sorry, this is for the ladies. This one's for the ladies. Um, it's going to be all on pillars of gratitude, leadership, optimism, and wisdom. And the cool thing is this six month retreat is actually ending with a two day retreat. And so the environment stronger than my will. I love that. I'm so excited about this. Ooh, Kayla, I'm so excited. We already have some of the girls that are, have joined that are in. This is a program that is transformational and it's also online. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. It doesn't matter if you have travel plans coming up. Anywhere you are in the world, you have access to this mastermind. This is going to be a small group of women, and this is to awaken the goddess within. This is to activate those creative parts of you that have been restricted. This is to activate a state of constant feminine creation and self-care. So self-care doesn't have to be something on your to-do list. It's just a way of living. Mm, so satisfying. And so what is included? What is it? And what is included? So this is for the woman who wants sisterhood, wants connection, wants self-care, wants to develop purpose and passion, wants to get shit done and align with inspiration and flow. Gone are the days of having to push through. No, this gets to be easy easy? What's coming out of my mouth? This gets to be easy. This there gets to be a sense of ease and flow and, and feminine, like, like movement and feminine has nothing to do with physical. This is about a state of energy of trusting and surrendering to your craft, to your arts, to your vision. Um, this is for the woman who wants to feel calm instead of anxiety, who wants to give to the world in a way that she knows she's ready to give. But first it's time to give to you. Okay. So what is included? I got two minutes left on here. We are going to be going over. I respect your guys' time. And so I know if you guys need to hop on on that one hour mark, you can. When, you, when the uh, webinar is over, it's going to automatically redirect you to a page where you can be able to schedule a call with me so we can dive deeper into what is going on with Glow Mastermind. And also too, just to connect on the procrastination and the stages that you've been in within your own life. Even if you aren't sure about Glow, I would love to still connect with you and serve you and support you in whatever it is that you're creating in this world. So what is included in Glow? What's included is twice a month, we are having these live calls that I'm serving you, supporting you directly, exactly what you have going on in your life. You are also going to be getting a weekly training video from me. These are exclusive. No one else is getting these, you guys. This is just for the Glow, for our sisterhood. Um, you're going to be getting one-on-one -on -one coaching via Voxer. Voxer is an amazing app. It's like a walkie-talkie. So if you got stuff going on, things are coming up, you're like, whoa, what's up with that subconscious belief? Where'd that come from? You want to talk to me? 
boom, send me a voice chat. I am here to fully support you. I'm going to be 100% available to support you down and through the vision that you want to create for yourself. Um, you get a Facebook group and it ends with a two day retreat, May 2nd and 3rd. And so most of all though, what's included is an invitation, an invitation to reinvention. And so what people are saying, um, after working with me, I got a fire and it's just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Holly said, you're a queen to work with, easygoing, strong enough to guide the energies of an entire house of girls. And so if it's the energy of an entire house, this is also going to be similar where the energy of the entire group, the group's going to be maximum 15 women, maximum. And so being able to pick up on the energies of each other is going to reflect because I guarantee there's going to be women in there that maybe remind you of other parts of yourself because we're a collective energy. We learn through each other. Um, Sarah said, working with you has given me a voice again. You'll be learning about the chakras and we'll be activating the fuck out of your voice and your throat chakra and giving you that voice back and letting you stand in your power in the most graceful and beautiful way that just feels good. Like it gets to feel good. A lot of this is teaching about connecting to spiritual guidance. So you can be inspired in spirit and taking action in a way that doesn't feel like effort all the time. So questions. I know we got questions on here. I think, let me check, uh, let me stop the share. Come over here. Do we got any questions? So we don't have any questions in the Q and A and that's totally okay. I'm so glad that I've been able to spend this time with you guys. I'd love to hear like type in below. What has been your biggest takeaway? What has been your biggest, the micro task? Mm, yes. Microtasking is so helpful. It changed my life, you guys, because it feels really good to be like, check, I did it. And then all of a sudden we feel good. Ooh, mind blown. I'm so glad that you guys are feeling that way and that this has supported you. Oh, you are so welcome. I love each and every one of you. I am here sending you loving vibes of inspiration. Um, I believe in you. And I hope most importantly, you believe in you. Be okay with the step you're in. Okay, you got this. No shooting on myself got me. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, girl. No shooting on yourself. And it's such a fun play on words that it's really fun to teach other people that one as well. Uh, the torn suggestion. Mm, I love you too. I love you guys so much. That part of me wants to do this, but part of me wants to do that. It's a real struggle. Well, it used to be, right? It used to be a real struggle. That's also starting to notice our languaging. What are we labeling as a struggle? What are we labeling as? It's just something that I know how to do. Just something that I'm good at. Thank you so much. You guys are so welcome. I love you all. Go spread your light. Go get your shit done. Go feel aligned. Go find out what is blocking you from feeling in, in complete alignment, mind, body, and spirit. Last thing I'm going to leave you with. Alignment is when your values are in line with your actions. What's important to you? What are your values? What matters to you in this world? What do you want to take a stand for? And then from there, you'll start to see things that make sense as the next steps, that feel good, that feel in line. And this has supported you. Okay, guys, here, actually, right now, take a photo, uh, tag me on Instagram, because you guys know I love that shit. I'm going to post for you, though, because if you guys take a picture of me looking all crazy, I'm not going to, what the fuck, dude? So I'm going to smile for you. Get your guys' boomerang out, the 
If I was able to let you guys all be on there, I totally would, because that's like way more fun, right? Because I would love to have you guys on here, but that's just how webinars work. So I love you all. If you guys enjoyed this, say something, like send me a direct message. If I can support you even more in this conversation, when I exit out of the uh, webinar, it'll take you to a link to schedule a call with me. So, <laughs> pose again. <laughs> Instantly turning into a tourist with my peace signs. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, I will see you later on the gram. I'm so excited you guys enjoyed this webinar. This was my first webinar, and it ooh, felt good. Felt good. Talk to you later.